Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by our podcast.net. This is episode 270, recorded live on Sunday, August 26th, 2012. And here are your hosts, the man who has two anniversaries this episode, Dave Play. Hey! And the man who knows what the second one is, Andy Lowe. Hi. What's the first one? What's the first one? Oh, shoot. It's our anniversary, isn't it? Like the, the podcast. Yes. <laughs> like, wait, it's late August. Oh, shit. This is six years? Five years? We started on August 26th, 2006. Six years. Good oh. lord. So yes, that's the first one. <laughs> okay, what's the what, second one? What's the first one? What do you mean, what's the first one? Okay, shush! What's the second one? Had to do a face palm on that one. Thank you, Andy. What's the second one? It has been a year since you started Club 727. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And And how long has it been since I've posted... Well, let's see. I think it's been like eight months since I've logged in. Dave Play. At least I remembered what it was. You posted, I'm back. Hopefully it will stick on April 11th, 2012. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't. (laughs) You did ten push-ups. Yep, that did not stick. Before that, you posted November 6th, 2011. Clearly did not stick. Oh, they've really changed the layout of the site. Yeah, that happened a couple of weeks ago. I don't like it. Because some of the text is very um, faint, and it's annoying. Mm. Also, somebody else just joined our club, and I don't know who it is. I don't even know how to get to the club. Oh, you have to go to Connect. Connect? Oh, hey, look at that. Recommended groups. Your groups. There it is. Oh, there's a picture of Numa sleeping. Who the hell is this guy? Like apple pie? Yeah. I have no idea. How did he find this group? I thought it was a private group. Nope. Uh huh. Hmm. Maybe it's someone cat invited? Uh, I don't know. Because I'm pretty sure it's a private group. Okay. It looks like he just um added a bunch of groups. Because his... Yeah, it's a lot of groups. So I think we've I think we've got a spammer. God damn. That or Cat invited one of the two because the only two people who are still in this group are this is you and Cat. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Freaking Goddamn exercise. <laughs> As I sit here looking at a table full of like saltwater taffy and dove chocolate. Hey. After I go running I always go to McDonald's and get a Big Mac extra value meal large size with a Coke. To undo everything you've gained from running? Pretty much, because, yeah, running about 10 miles for me is about 1,000 calories or so. (laughs) And so you waste it on McDonald's? Because it's delicious. I am disappointed in you, Andy. How many calories are in a Big Mac? I think it's about 600. 700. Hey, not bad. Come on, that was a good guess. That was actually a pretty good guess. I'll give you props for that. Plus 500 for the fries? Oh, probably. Well, you said a large fry, right? Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure it's 500. McDonald's menu. No, McDonald's nutrition facts. There we are. McDonald's USA nutrition. I love how they have this online now. Which they actually have to due to new healthcare yeah, the, law. Yeah, the FDA laws. No, I think it was actually part of uh, the Obamacare laws is that they actually had to do it. The ACA? Mm. Chicken sandwich, no. McChicken has 360? Jeez. It's half a Big Mac. I know, and I can normally eat two of those without blinking an eye. The Big Macs or the McChickens? McChickens. Oh, God, two okay. Big Macs. Well, Andy, a Big Mac is two McChickens, so yes, you can eat two McChickens. I do have to say that when we went to uh, Canada for spring break to go watch the curling tournament, okay, stopped at McDonald's in Canada. Yeah, they had a double Big Mac. Yeah, I think most McDonald's do sell a double Big Mac. Yeah, no, no, it's like a Big Mac but with double the patties. Yeah. I haven't seen that on any other menu. Oh. Pretty sure you can at least just ask for it. Large french fries, 500 calories. Yay. David likes being right. Let's see. What about a Coke large? No, not Diet Coke. Iced tea large? No, Minute Maid? No. Oh, come on. Where's the large Coke? Uh, It's about 300 calories. Uh, 310, there we go, alright. So 310 calories plus the 500 plus the 700. I'm up 500 <laughs> calories. That's that's a 1,500, that's almost a day's meal, Andy. <laughs> like, well, you're, not your day's meal, like, that is, that's more calories than I know some people are supposed to be eating in a day. Yeah, I eat it after running 10 miles. A large fry, a Big Mac, and a large Coke. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. I know. Hence why my metabolism is crazy. Well, no, it's that your metabolism is crazy. You can do that. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, that's why we're recording on Sundays, because they had a 10-mile race in Flint. I dressed up as Waldo again. Yeah? I, I, I hear you bought some glasses. I did, actually. Mo, uh... Gave me this website that he goes to to buy his glasses. Yeah. I got a pair of prescription glasses for under $30. Nice. With the lenses. With the lenses. Holy shit. I know. But they look like Waldo glasses. Yes. Andy, why did you buy Waldo glasses? Well, now I don't have to worry about putting in contacts if I ever dress up as Waldo going to PAX. You bought these glasses so that you could wear them as costume pieces. Yes. Also, it'd be a spare pair of glasses in case something happens to these. Why did you buy Waldo glasses? Like, I... Aww. It's... It was... Well, okay, so it's not as bad as going and buying a car. Yes. Which you have also done. Yes. And And let me... I I should also remind our listeners, this is not that Andy, like, actually, you know, needed to buy a car and thought about it and worked it out and got the financing. No, he went online to eBay and placed a bid at four in the morning. Five in the morning? Uh, five in the morning. Oh, four, four thirty. We'll, we'll split the difference. Yeah. Four thirty in the morning and won without intending to. Yes. Let me just state, this was not the first time I bid on something on eBay not expecting it to win and I have won. 
You should never bid on eBay unless you are prepared to win. <laughs> True. Let me also state for the record that Kate is now staring at me from the other room. Good. I didn't buy anything now. Dave's just <laughs> going over the previous fact of what I have already bought. Kate is worried that you've done this again. <laughs> I told you I would never do that again. <laughs> Let me state for the record that before I bought the $30 pair of prescription glasses, I told Kate about her and asked her if it was okay. There's an app on, on the iPhone and I think on Android. I really kind of want to have it right now. It was featured in Big Bang Theory. And it's what? What? Oh, the whip. <laughs> yeah, after the episode air, I'm like, oh, where's the app on here? Where's the app? <laughs> there was no good app. No? Whip. No. I'm surprised it hasn't been made yet. Like, I, I would believe that it didn't exist before the show, but... Rather surprised that it hasn't been made. And also, for the record, the other purchase I made was back in college. I bid $400 for the A-Team van. <laughs> I remember picking that up. I didn't expect to win that one also no. for $400. I love the fact that both of these are cars. <laughs> but yes, it was $30 for the pair of Waldo glasses, just to kind of complete the look. Okay. But yeah, dressing up as Waldo kind of gives you... Well, it gives... Let me just say, I, when I'd stopped to walk during the race, it was no more than 10 seconds before somebody was yelling at me like, Come on, I've Waldo, not... run! <laughs> run, Waldo, you can do... Oh. It's a friggin' marathon! <laughs> no, this was just a 10-miler. Oh, it was just a 10-miler. Yeah, just a 10-miler. Oh, the full marathon is going to be October 21st. And you are doing the full marathon, or are you full only marathon? Nope, full marathon in Detroit. Is this your first full? Yep. Holy crap. So, <laughs> if there are no more episodes after the 21st... <laughs> it's because Andy died. Yeah. Trying to run. No, I should be fine. I ran this one at the pace that I wanted to run, and I feel fine now. Like I said, I only really walked to drink the water, because I still haven't gotten down that running and drinking water at the same time yet, without, you know, gagging. Camel pack? Well, even then, I have to, like, slow down to a walk to drink. I've actually got really? a camel pack. I wear it for my long runs. But yeah, they give you the cup of water at the the water stops along the way, and you're trying to drink that while still moving. I can't do it. I nope. either, like, splash my face all up, or accidentally have it go down the wrong pipe. Which, when you're running, is just not good. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at your bio for photography. I really need to get into shape. How's that going, Dave? I mean, I'm healthier, I think, than when I started on photography. Mm. The fact that I walk between probably like 5,000 to 12,000 steps a day at work. It's not bad. It's no, it's like I walk five miles while I'm at work just by being at work. Yeah, your campus is freaking huge. Yes, yes, it is. Oh. So I am a little sore today, and yeah, I'm sore. Okay, I have uh, an issue to bring up with you before we begin the topics. By the way. Okay. Uh, so last week, Andy was up north. Yes, at our cottage. At, at his cottage, his cabin, with his. Time on the lake. Brian and Beth. It was nice, relaxing. Yep. 
We didn't do anything, which was always good. Well, I flew a kite. You flew a kite? And I got it stuck in a tree. Up in the atmosphere? I had it... I had the kite, and I was getting bored, so I tied it to a chair, and the problem is it kind of got loose and then got stuck in a tree. Was it way up where the air was clear? It actually was pretty high up. I was at the end of the string that came with it, which I think was... In a tree. Well, no, the kite ended up in a tree. Yes. When when it was flying, it was at the end of its string, which was probably a good couple hundred feet. Cool. So... I want to fly a kite. Well, go to the lake, because there's always water on the lakeshore. Or, yes, there's always water <laughs> on the lakeshore. <laughs> yes, I'm not sure what that has to do with flying a kite, Andy. <laughs> there's always wind. There we go. Wind. Water. Heart. You, you missed Earth and Fire, which are probably the two more important ones as far as the powers of the rings go. I always felt bad for that kid who had the power of heart. Mati? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was pretty lame. Yeah. He's like the Aquaman. <laughs> the Aquaman of Captain Planet. Yes. So anyway, two weeks ago, the title of the episode was Dave's Request. Yes. Because I had requested that we record nice and early in the morning. Yes. Last week, Andy was supposed to do a random topic recap. Yes, but um, when I went up north, I forgot to bring the files with me. Yeah. So it's it's kind of hard to, you know, make a random topic recap if you have nothing to work with. Yeah. So Andy posted saying, hey, there's not going to be a, a an episode this week because I forgot the files. Yeah. The title of the post was no episode this week. Yes. The title of last week's or two weeks ago's episode that the post was made under was Dave's Request. Yes. Now, because of how I have the RSS feed set up, it appends the post title to the episode title. So So for those of you who saw Dave's request, no episode this week. That was not Dave's request. (laughs) Oops. That was... Let me just say, that was a humorous accident. Grumble, grumble, grumble. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and I still don't know why it's screwing up the thing in Firefox and in Internet Explorer. The paragraph yeah i have no idea it's looking fine on chrome i think i the other two tested it on chrome no i on an older version of firefox it worked fine back when i wrote it when it was like firefox 3 (laughs) beta not firefox 15 or whatever it is we're on now something firefox ridiculous so topics sure what do we got Oh, oh, one more thing. Because it wouldn't be a complete episode start without talking about food. We already started talking about food. We did start talking about food with McDonald's. Yeah. I stir-fried last night on a walk on the grill. Hmm. So how will that work? Incredibly well. Because it gets a hell of a lot hotter on when you put the wok directly on hot coals as opposed to putting it on an electric stove. Now, you see, I've... We've got a flat bottom walk to work on a stove. Yeah. I still don't know how people can get it, like the stuff up on the sides, to keep it away from the bottom. Just put it on the coals. I really, like, I don't know that I will ever use this walk on my stove again. Although, do it in the daytime. Doing it at night was kind of hard. <laughs> and whatever life hacker says, ignore the idea of using your chimney for it. Did not work well. Using your chimney with a walk? That would seem so unstable. 
it was stable enough, but the the chimney was not directing the heat upwards. The chimney was just absorbing and radiating the heat all around it. Mm. And so it didn't work until I like I tried everything to get that to work. I tried to the point of I, I took a little fan, right? Like just a, a desk fan and one of those black and decker batteries with the AC outlet and I took that outside and held it up to the coals in the the chimney. Okay. Which got them pretty damn hot. <laughs> also, fun fact, you can take a household fan outside to the grill using one of those black and decker batteries. Uh, so it got pretty hot. It, it still wouldn't do it. I had my little test popcorn kernels in there, and they just stayed there. Huh. It wasn't until I gave up, poured it out of the chimney, and then put the wok directly on the hot coals. Huh. Granted, I don't remember the last time I did stir-fry. I think the closest we've gotten recently is trying the Hamburger Helper Asian sides for uh, chicken fried rice. Mm. Yeah, it's... I normally... You normally do a chicken breast with my own little marinade and everything, and it works out really good. But mm-hmm. this chicken fried rice is really good. Oh, maybe I'll check it out. Because it's like Hamburger Helper, but with chicken. Yes. And fried rice, so... Instead of pasta. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. So, should we actually talk about topics and not food? Yeah, I suppose so. Man, if we had to pay a dollar every time we brought up food in this podcast... Why would we pay... I don't know. That's about as far as I got. Okay. So should we start with legal news or not legal news? Oh, let's hit the legality. Uh, Apple, Samsung? Sure. South Korea? What does this have to do with South Korea? So there were... You know, this Apple and Samsung suit is not limited to the United States. You didn't know this, did you? No. The South Korean courts were handling this case as well. Both companies were suing each other there. Ah. And the South Korean verdict came in like a day and a half ahead of the U.S. verdict. Okay. So the South Korean verdict was that they were both asses. (laughs) Both companies were at fault. Both companies infringed on each other's patents and stole each other's ideas. Okay. Okay. And basically we're told, shut up, sit down. If only that had happened here. Yeah, unfortunately, not so much. Here, it was a really good week to be an Apple lawyer. Yeah. Like a really good week to be an Apple lawyer. Samsung owes Apple $1.04 billion. That's a lot of dollars. That's an incredible amount of money. That could buy you Instagram, and you'd still have cash left over. <laughs> Is that how we're measuring currency now? What startups could it buy? <laughs> sure. I just put things in perspective. Why is Instagram worth so much? I don't know. It's not. Who owns it now? Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, how's Facebook doing? Oh, right, their stock dropped to 50% of what it opened. Yeah. God damn idiots. So, yeah, Samsung, I mean, pretty clearly did copied Apple. Yeah, including the fact that there were memos brought into evidence that stated internal memos between Samsung employees saying, hey. We should copy Apple. Yeah. Yeah. And was Apple... Find charged, pointed out that they copied Samsung and infringed on their patents. Hmm? The countersuit. 
Samsung uh, was claiming that Apple had infringed on several of their patents. Jury found no Apple infringement of Samsung utility patents. Well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Poor Samsung. But the, the one good thing, though, is all the stuff that uh, Apple said Samsung infringed upon yeah. did not include tablets, so it's just the handhelds. Oh, well, that's good. So you mean the, the Samsung Galaxy Tab is yeah. free and clear. So do I have to like go turn my S3 into the Genius Bar? <laughs> that would be kind of funny, just bring it up to the Genius Bar. Um, so I heard that my phone came from you guys. Can you <laughs> fix, fix it? it? <laughs> well, see, because if, if I did that, chances are I'd get one of like, the smart-ass geniuses. Who'd be like, yeah, I'll fix it for you, and then take it in the back and then bring out an iPhone. Well, that wouldn't really work because you're on Sprint. Uh, Andy? Yeah? iPhones are on Sprint. They are? They're on everyone. God. They're everywhere. I thought they were on. I'm pretty sure there's a Sprint iPhone now. Are you looking it up right now? Yes. Apple iPhone 4S, unlimited data. Yeah. Okay, never mind. There's an iPhone for pretty much everyone now. This is how much I'm paying attention to the iPhones, even though the iPhone 5 is going to come out next month. See, that right there, though, shows me you are still paying attention to the iPhone. I know. You can't say, on one hand, I'm not paying attention to it, and on the other, reveal information about it. I'm that good. So is it going to be a bigger phone? I don't know. Everybody says it's going to be a bigger phone, but I'm now going to wait until actually... We wait and actually see. Yeah. So that's Apple and Samsung in a nutshell. Samsung Samsung loses big. They're going to um, appeal this, of course. So not really much is going to happen at the moment. There's also um, another hearing set for September 20th for Apple to discuss whether or not they uh, are going to ban any Samsung products from entering the United States. That sort of thing. Yeah. That would kind of suck. Mm-hmm. Well, at least I got my S3 while I could. So okay. That, yeah, one billion. Jesus. So what else? Um, the FCC. Yes. Every year does a broadband deployment update. The broadband progress report. Sorry, which measures broadband access to the United States, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they just came out with their one for this year. And it shows that 19 million Americans lack access to any type of fixed broadband service. That's a lot. 100 million have access to broadband but haven't subscribed. So 120 million like don't have broadband. Yes. It's like, what, a quarter of the U.S. population? Uh, 316 million, I think, is the current U.S. population. Really? I think so. U.S. population... 311 million. Oh, I was... That's... I swear when we were in, like, sixth grade, it was 350. Nope. Oh, nope. Sorry, that was the census one from 2011. 2012, current population clock, 314 million. Okay. So I was still just a little over, but still, 300 and... Come on, you gotta give me props for that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you worked on the census, Andy. (laughs) I believe the census has one specific goal. (laughs) To count the population of the United States. So it's an improvement over last year because 26 million Americans didn't have any access. Yeah. Okay, so, but there's still a lot of people not on broadband. 
Well, not only that, of the 19 million people, 14.5 live in rural areas. So all the cities are covered. Yeah. But still, like, that's uh, 14.5 divided by 19. About 75%. Yeah, 75% of the people who don't have broadband internet access are out in the middle of nowhere. Well, not even out in the middle of nowhere. I'm looking at, okay, I'm looking at Kalamazoo County and around by us. Mm-hmm. Looking at the five counties I worked on for the Census Bureau. Now, uh, what what I'd like and what I'm sure the FCC didn't get is statistics on how many of these people, if it were offered, would purchase it. That actually would be a good thing to ask. Right. They probably don't have on their report. Right. Like, oh, no, we still have, you know, 20 million Americans or however many million not covered by broadband. Okay, how many of them would use it? How many of those 20 million people even have a computer? Oh, um, there was actually a question asked about that during the American Homes survey. How many people, uh, shoot, I don't remember what that was off the top of my head. I think No, never mind, that was access to the internet, either at home or at work, which was up in like the 75% range. Okay, 4,026,27,000, Okay, just even the five counties I did for this Census Bureau, there's 25,000 people here who don't have access to broadband, which is not surprising because there's people in the, there's areas in the counties around us that don't even have cell phone access. Right. Uh, so, yeah, they put out their numbers, and also the fact they're just, once again, saying we're not rolling out broadband internet access fast enough. So, take it as you may. Oh, the, also, they put the new numbers in this year. New numbers for? Well, they consider broadband. Remember ah. before it was like 256 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something obscenely low. This year, it's 3 megabits uh, down and 768 kilobits up. Still rather slow. Yeah, it's still rather slow, but still it's a higher number now. What is mine right now, anyway? I've gotten some pretty hefty throughput on mine before, but I want to test it real quick. While you're on Skype? While I'm on Skype. (laughs) While I'm talking... Yeah. I normally can get a hundred and... I'll say about a twenty kilobytes down. Which is what, like 1.5 megabits? Yeah, about 1.5 megabits down. I'm not sure what my upload speed is. Are you checking right now? My speed? Yeah. Uh, 10.72 megabits down, 3.1 megabits up. Uh, I'm assuming that they're doing, they're following the, the proper protocol, and MB is megabit since it's a lowercase b. Yeah. Yeah, 1.5 megabits down. Yeah. 10 megabits down. I'm pulling a megabyte and then change per second. Now, you don't have to answer this, but I'm just curious. How much are you paying per month for that? What what just happened? Nothing. What just happened to the signal? (laughs) Andy, are you running your test? Yeah. Okay, your your quality just dropped like a stone. (laughs) Upload speed of 0.22 megabits per second. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, what do you mean you're paying nothing? It's included? It's included in my rent. Oh. 
Ours is not, but then also, like I stated before, our ISP is owned by the apartment complex company. Yep. So I have no choice. Nope. Granted, uh, for what we do, most of the time it's fine. I'm going to test Seattle. <laughs> Ping. 90 milliseconds. So, like about of six megabits down. Bandwidth. Yeah. Remember how we talked about there was a bunch of um, cable companies that went to, got together to create Spectrum Co. that bought some of the uh, Spectrum that was up for auction? I'll pretend and say yes. Okay. So com- companies Comcast, Time Warner, and Bright House came If I'm together. going to pretend to say yes, why are you going to explain it? In what case what is the point of me pretending to say yes? I don't know. I'll just put you, I'll group you with the rest of our listeners who didn't know. Okay. So back when they were doing the whole Spectrum auction back in, what, 2008? Somewhere back then? <laughs> yeah, somewhere around then. It's been a while. Yeah. Com- cable companies went together and bought a bunch of the wireless Spectrum. My guess was mainly so that the telecoms didn't. Well, now Verizon has gotten the go-ahead for a four, well, it's $3.9 billion deal to buy the Spectrum from Spectrum Co. So now Verizon okay. Verizon's going to get the Spectrum that the cable companies didn't want them to get. But now they're paying, you know, $4 billion for it. So what does that mean to everybody? Um, the fact is that Verizon yes. is going to offer cable service, and the cable companies are going to be able to offer Verizon cell phone service as part of their bundle plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about that. I'm Comcast, trying to. Comcast is going to be able to offer cell phone service. Now, I don't know if they're going to do it under their own moniker, but have it be Verizon service, or if they're just going to say, like, Xfinity Bundle, now with Verizon? <laughs> Now you can choose not only one, but two evil overlords. <laughs> so that's part of it, the fact that, you know, they'll be able to cross-promote. Second thing is, in order to get the thumbs up from the FCC about this, Verizon had to sell some of the spectrum that they're getting to T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. So T-Mobile's going to be able to expand their... I love how T-Mobile's not really, like, seriously looking out for buying more spectrum. They're just getting it from other companies because they got some from AT&T because that bundle fell through and now they're getting some for Verizon so Verizon can buy even more this is this is like conspiracy it's the way the telecoms are working it's ridiculous cronyism I mean this is terrible so also part of the requirements Verizon needs to offer the uh, because they're going to use this spectrum for their 4G LTE network Mm mhm so within three years, Verizon needs to offer services to 30% of the people covered by the new the footprint of the new spectrum that they're buying. Okay. And it needs to cover 70% of the population within seven years, which is a lot faster than what they've been doing. Well, at least there's that. Yeah. Downside, though, is the fact that because there's a cross-promotion with the wireless and the cable, uh, Verizon is not going to market its Fios, its wired internet service, in markets that already have Comcast or Time Warner, which for wired internet is a majority of the United States. Yeah. So <laughs> there goes one less competitor for Comcast. Because they needed competitors. Yeah. 
or rather needed to lose competitors. God damn it. I friggin' hate telcos. <sighs> All out to get everyone. Mm-hmm. Or at least their money. Now, I know most of the time the state-run telcos are full of corruption and such, but I really just want one state-owned <laughs> telco. Just one. Just just make it one for the entire United States. Everybody gets the same internet at the same price. Yeah, no, thank you. No? No. I don't want a state-run telco. I, I Mostly because the, the whole corruption and, and you know transparency and things like that. Yeah, I do not want a state-run telco. I would like other telcos that actually compete with each other. Please. That's of, what I want. In the world of businesses, nobody competes with each other anymore. Bullshit. I, <laughs> I can name four of our competitors. Isn't there, wasn't there a class-action lawsuit filed? Something about the Travelocity websites all working together? Yeah, with hotels. Yeah. Yep. Price-fixing. <sighs> it's a sucky time to be a consumer. Yep. And man, if we ever did a drinking game with me sighing, people would be plastered by now. Not yet. So speaking Pick an of, episode every time Andy says a word wrong or sighs, <laughs> take a drink. So eBay has jumped on the class action lawsuit EULA train. Saying you cannot do a class action lawsuit? Yep. Oh dear. Okay. This one takes effect on October 10th. Well, I guess we don't have much of a choice. Nope. But since I'm not buying anything on eBay anymore... <laughs> At least not without permission. Lovely. I haven't even been... Well, I went to eBay to look for a book for class. God, I forgot how expensive engineering textbooks are. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I four-pointed my A-plus class. Nice. You, you, if I may, you A plus your A plus. Yes. Yo, dog. I heard you like A plus. <laughs> so I got, you, I got you an A plus in your A plus class. So you can A plus while you A plus. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So there are two endings we should talk about. The two first, endings. Yeah, Neil Armstrong passed away. He did. First was, man on the moon. Kind of interesting. I was playing. You don't know Jack. Last night? Mm-hmm. And the question was, how many astronauts had NASA put on the moon? Twelve. Very good. How do you know that? Um, when I, when Apollo 13 came out, I read the book. Mm-hmm. And then I was all into space. Granted, I was into space for a while. You're a nerd. Go ahead. Yeah. Curiosity still roving around. Speaking of space. Yeah, it, it's on Mars. It's moving. But I learned during that time of the, the twelve. Ah, <laughs> Hence the 12 men who have been on the moon, okay. eight of which now are still alive. See, I actually did get it correct. I, it, really? was a, it was an educated guess. Well, because I knew that Armstrong was the first. Yes. And that was Apollo 11. And 11, 12, 14, 15, 16, and 17 landed. There you go. Good. That there were two men in each. Yes. So Okay, so two times six. 12. Yeah. Ta-da. The reason I thought I might have been wrong, though, is because that would imply that there were no repeats. Everyone got to go up once. Well, of course. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you repeat? Why not send someone a second time? I don't even think the astronauts would have... <laughs> <laughs> no, I risked my life once. I'm done. 
think if you go to the moon, you're kind of set after that. Set as far as what? I think you could probably just spend the rest of your days on the speaking tour. <laughs> like, I went to the moon. There was actually a cartoon that I saw that was, uh, it was Neil Armstrong and somebody else at a dinner party, and the guy's talking, and then all the caption of the cartoon says, that reminds me of the one time I went to the moon. Okay. There's the fact that he will always be able to one-up everybody. <laughs> it's going, oh, you know, that's really that. interesting. You know what else is interesting? Being on the moon. <laughs> I don't know, it seems like a kind of a dick thing to do. <laughs> yeah, Neil Armstrong was not a dick at all. Uh, well, I actually don't know, was he? No, he wasn't. He he basically, after he went onto the moon, purposely went into seclusion because he didn't want to hog the spotlight from the other astronauts who have landed on the moon. Oh, well, good for him. Heck, he went to, I think he was teaching at uh, Ohio University or something like that after he went on the moon. I don't know. I wouldn't trust his Wikipedia page for a couple months at this point, unless it's on lockdown. There was actually a BBC documentary that was done a, f- a year or two ago, where a BBC reporter was actually trying to track down Neil Armstrong. Yeah, be Neil Armstrong, 2009. Okay. If you're curious of what it was like to be Neil Armstrong, I would say, look it up. You can find the torrents. <laughs> if you can now. If you know where to look. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> God, everything's closing down. Yeah. Maybe it's time to go back to Usenet. If you can actually get access to Usenet. Haven't we talked about Usenet access being shut down? What? There's still Usenet uh, providers. It's not shut down. I swear Comcast cut off Usenet access. Well, good thing I don't have Comcast. Back in 2008, Comcast has turned off the lights on Usenet access as part of a voluntary something-something-something. A voluntary something, something, something. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> well, if you can get access to Usenet, <laughs> that may be your next place to go. So what's also shutting down, Nintendo Power. Oh, okay. I was I was going to connect the other Armstrong, but sure, Nintendo Power. December 2012 is going to be the final. <laughs> That's what the Mayans were predicting. <laughs> the fall of Nintendo Power. Yes. God, I remember my brother's got Nintendo Power back. I think it was during the second year it was around. Like, this was before, I think, Super Mario Bros. 3 was out. Oh, that that was, yeah, it, I think we have the Battletoads one. So if I ever start playing Battletoads, I have to hunt down that Nintendo, Nintendo Power. Power. Yeah. It's because it has, hard game. it has the uh, speeder section mapped out. <laughs> the entire section mapped out. So that you can just keep pausing and be like, okay, I need here, then here, then here, then here? Yes. See, the thing is, having that map is not going to do you any good. Why not? Because it's just that twitchy. It's that fast. If I can look at the map and go, okay, top, middle, bottom, middle, top, top, middle, top. I mean, maybe, yeah, if, if you've got the memory for it. Or you could just watch the right side of the screen and see what's coming. If I have the memory for it. Bah. I don't have the memory for it. <laughs> My point. So what like video the, game magazines do we have left? Uh, EGM. PlayStation Mag. Xbox 360 has one. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there's three? <laughs> I don't remember anymore. Like, I don't read them, so I don't care about them. I glance through EGM. 
because I get it because of the GameStop power-up rewards. Yep. Mine's about to expire. I should probably go uh, rejoin their rewards thing. When was the last time you used it? When I got it. (laughs) Well, but usually when I get it, it actually ends up saving me money right then, right there. I know. But still, why would you renew it if... Well, when I say I should renew it, it's the next time I buy a game, I will renew it. Gotcha. Okay. Save myself some money. I'm going to have to go in there and pre-order Assassin's Creed 3. I have to play Assassin's Creed. Which ones do I still need to play? Pretty much all of them. Well, you played the first one, right? Most of it. I played enough to get the the idea, and then I read the rest of the story. Hello, Wikipedia. I played Brotherhood. I played all of two. Okay. I played most of Brotherhood. Okay. I have not played Revelations. Well, you're probably going to have to play Revelations because a lot of stuff changes. Okay. I own it. Don't you have my copy? No. No. Of Revelations? Yeah. No. Hmm. Where is my copy of Revelations? Revelations, you and I both bought, like, at the same time when it was on sale. Oops. I dropped something back there. Well done. Nope, nope, I got Revelations right over my thing of Assess uh, Arkham City, which I keep on forgetting to log back in to talk to Calendar Man over and over and over again. You have to wait for next year or just mess with your system settings. I might just do that. (laughs) Batman is not above cheating. I mean, he kind of is. I'm not going to spoil anything, but no, he's not. Oh, okay. So, the other Armstrong. The other Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Seven-time Tour de France winner. Yep. Except he's not. Nope. The U.S. Anti-Doping Agency has pulled all of his victories from 1999 to 2005. Now, do they have the authority to pull them? Or are they just going around saying, like, yeah, he didn't actually win? It's up in the air, because technically they don't have the ability to do that, because it technically belongs to the International Cycling Union. Right. So, But will the International Cycling Union back it up, or are they just going to say, like, yeah, fuck you, whatever, he won? Um, No, they're fighting it, especially the Amuary Sports Organization, which actually is the company that runs the Tour de France, is currently... Um, they're having a hearing with the U.S. ADA over do they actually have the right to do this. So, it, yeah. yeah, it's a big mess. Okay, it's so he, mess. he still has the seven victories yes. legally. Yes, he does. But the anti-doping agency is saying no. Yeah. But these people may be overstepping their bounds. However, the man's reputation. Yeah, it's – this was back when cycling was a dirty, dirty sport. <laughs> yeah, well, it still is. But the man's reputation is like shot to hell now. Pretty much. I just still don't understand why the heck the USADA, years after his retirement... Is still pursuing? Yeah. Uh, but he has agreed to not fight. No. Which, he's been... There have been doping allegations the entire time. The French were doing that the first year he won, because they're like, oh, what is American doing winning our sport? <laughs> he must be just using steroids. Wait, that's not French. <laughs> That sounded kind of Russian. But so yeah, I, I, I started going Russian. Fire the missiles. There no. This arm strong. He's uh, not... No, it's more of Italian. God, sucking at accents. <laughs> but yeah, it's stupid. I see why he's finally just like, look, I'm done fighting. Because there's... 
it's almost like no way he's going to win. The people are think he's cheating, so therefore he's cheating, no matter what he says. Yep. Already lost in the court of public opinion. Yeah. Which I still... It's, it's mind-boggling to me. Granted, it's one of those times where I have to take the athlete and separate the personal life and the professional life and keep them as two separate things. Normally, it's the fact that, like, Tiger Woods, great golfer. What he did is ridiculous. He still has the record at the Masters for lowest score. So professionally, it was amazing. Personally, not so much. Kind of a jackass. <laughs> Same thing with Lance Armstrong. It was like, okay, well, now it's almost the other way around. But some of his personal life was ridiculous. Whole, you know, wife and kids and Sheryl Crow and all that crap. But then his thing with Livestrong, but then also now all this craziness with the cycling. It's, I don't know. <sighs> Got another sigh. Shit. <laughs> oh, dear Andy. Alright, so, what else do we have? So remember how we talked about the hotel locks that could be hacked? Yes. Well, there's a follow-up story to this. The fact that the company, Onity, O-N-I-T-Y, the company that makes the locks... Right. Has done what? Agreed um, to go and change them all? If the hotels pay. What? Yes. Oh, we're sorry we sold you an inferior product. If you pay us for an upgrade... This is not a shareware model of business, people. <laughs> wow. Okay. How much are they asking for? Do we know? No, but still, just the fact that they sold an insecure product. As security. Yeah. And then said, oh, if you want the actual secure version, you have to pay more. Yes. You know what I would do at that point if I were one of the hotels? Like one Go. of the huge chains that uses them? What? Sue. I could see that, yeah. And the strongest argument I'd be able to use would be that they are charging me to fix it. If they didn't charge, if they said, oh yeah, no, we, we will fix that for you if you'd like, that would be one thing. But charging, I mean, they are recognizing that there's a problem. They are recognizing and admitting that there is fault here. But then charging the the hotels to fix it? No, 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 no. So not cool. Well, that's technically the long-term solution because uh, it's offering customers new circuit boards and firmware that fixes the problem, but they have to pay the fee for the fix, hence paying to fix something that's broken. Yeah. That, to me, this almost is like an automotive recall. Except or... that the the dealer is charging you to fix it. Yeah. Do you know what would happen if there were an automotive recall where the dealer charged you to fix it? It would be ridiculous. People would be up in arms. There'd be a federal investigation. Yes, true. God damn, companies can be dense. Okay, so the quick thing is the fact that they're going to put a battery cover in place of the mechanical cap, which will not be removable without partial disassembly of the lock. Okay, I can <laughs> see that be a little bit harder. Our solution to the fact that there's a physical hole in our system that allows people to gain access is to plug the hole. Not only that, they're going to supply security torque screws. Yes, because, you know, you can't buy torque screws online. Right. Torque wrenches. Yeah. Wow. How about replacing all the locks? <laughs> hey, there's a nominal fee for that. God, this is ridiculous. I mean, like, I understand that this company 
probably doesn't have that much of an operating budget and that to go through and replace all these locks would potentially bankrupt it. But you sold a defective product. I mean, like, I, I, I sell you a wallet that doesn't hold money or credit cards. What do you do with it? <laughs> it's ridiculous. There's another sigh. I know. Mm. Uh, so, Ann Arbor. Yes. Kind of cool. Kind of exciting. Kind of wish I were there. Oh, hey, I will be next week. <laughs> Watch out, because there are going to be cars and buses. That are communicating with each other. Yep. And communicating with traffic lights and such. So this has been a program that's actually been in the works at the University of Michigan for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had, I think, 300 cars so far hooked into the system. They want 3,000 cars by the time to get this thing all up and running. And the idea is, you know, it, it's basically just each car transmitting its position to each other car nearby. So it's position, it's speed, what the driver is doing, and then you hook in the rest of the infrastructure, so the stoplights, crosswalks, things like that, all into the system. Yeah. And you create it, – it's kind of weird because it's almost localized networks, but localized in the sense of you only see the nodes adjacent to you. And with this, they want to improve traffic flow. So it'll control the lights. It will, you know, alert drivers to backups and reroute them. I mean, this is huge if it works. Well, they're also checking out the viability of installing it in basically being able to add to pre-existing cars, too. That was part of the setup. Yeah, that this is something that could be retrofitted to older yeah. cars. So that's what they are when they're... If if you're in Ann Arbor and you want to make 200 bucks and you don't care about this, you could actually go and volunteer for this program. Wait, they're, to, they are paying you? Yes, they are paying you. To add this to your car? Yes. Where do I sign up? At the University of Michigan Transport Research Institute's website. That's a mouthful. U-M-T-R-I. I, I do believe I have a couple of friends still in Ann Arbor. <laughs> Who perhaps might be interested in this? I mean, come on, two hundred bucks—you can buy a, a Nexus Seven just for letting someone add something to your car that will make it even cooler. Where is the downside of this, Andy? Well, I don't know. How many U of M engineers are going to get bored? And if this thing's control traffic lights, yeah. Do you think somebody's going to get this for their car, try to hack it, and then try and control every single traffic light in Ann Arbor? <laughs> I think that would be kind of funny, but, uh, I mean, the potential is there, but probably not. Um, Okay, so the technology that they're currently installing in the cars, there's three levels of technology. The first is a vehicle awareness device, which just transmits your vehicle speed and location to other vehicles in the area. That's all it does. Okay. So you're you're, uh, output only. There's the aftermarket safety device. But it's like the the one that outputs, but then it also receives data from other vehicles, and it uses the information to provide an audio warning if a threat of a crash exists. Okay. So it's got the output, but then it's also got input, and it's got a speaker that gives an audible tone. Right. They're like, hey, slow down, jackass. Then there's also the data acquisition system. So it's got the previous two. So it's got the output, the input, and the audio. And then this one 
collects video and data on driver performance so the researchers can learn how drivers interact with the system and how they respond when crash warnings are presented. I mean, I'd probably go for the the whole bundle. I'd have to read the terms of service and the privacy policy. At the completion of the study, the UMTRI will destroy any personal identifiable information that you have provided. Yeah, I'd probably just go with all the, the all of the above then. I would, if I still lived in Ann Arbor, Andy, I'd be on this in an instant. Wouldn't you? I would, yeah. I mean, seriously, this is so cool. This is the future. This is the, the idea of, like, the self-driving cars that are talking to each other. Why is this not bigger news? I don't know. So, let's see, we're looking at the signals. Let's see, some of them are on highways. So, we're looking at M14 and 23. And 94. And I don't actually see any on 94. Oh, well, okay, 14 and 23. I'm trying to click the map to enlarge, and it's not working. <laughs> That's always great. Uh, some on Plymouth, some on Huron, and some on Gettys. So this is uh, northeast of Ann Yeah, Arbor, the north and the east side. <laughs> right around North Campus, where the traffic area is. Some participants may qualify to drive a new vehicle for six months. Hmm. Like you just get a new car for six months? With the... Equipped with new technology, so I don't know what the new technology is, but... Where is their website? The UMTRI. It's actually umtri.umich.edu. Already there. Model deployment. Oh. Hey, okay. So, roadside equipment with the the SPAT-enabled traffic signals... Oh, dear. SPAT. Uh, Yeah, SPAT. S-P-A-T. Safety pilot and something. Proposed curve warning locations. Is that the one I think it is? That might be the one I think it is. That is a pretty tight curve. Oh, the Baxter Road exit? No. Oh, no, they didn't put the curve warning where I thought they would. Because there's one on M14 that's a horrible turn. I think they actually have a curve... No, that's a Uh, roadside freeway. Some of the curves on Plymouth, though, are need a curve warning. Wow. So cool. Why is it all on the northeast side, though? No one drives on the northeast side. Until you get up to 14, that whole area of, like, between Green and downtown, north of Fuller, there's almost no one there. You can see on the map, it's empty area. But still, really cool. Yeah. My guess is because it's an empty area, so they don't have to keep track of as many people up there? I don't know. Maybe. It's really cool. I'm excited. So we'll see where it is in a year. Yep. Um, let's see. What else should we hit before we hit the random topics and reviews? Uh, PlayStation 4 is probably going to get 4K connection, especially since there's a Sony 80-inch 4K TV. Do we need 4K? Um, since nobody's broadcasting in 4K yet, no. <laughs> Are we ever going to need 4K? <sighs> it's going to happen, just like 3D TV happened, and then nothing came from it, other than everybody buying Avatar on DVD, or sorry, Blu-ray. That's just, Everybody's like, yeah, 3D TVs. I'm like, what have you done with 3D TV other than watch Avatar? Avatar, over and over and over. Nothing. Yeah. Some of the Olympics were broadcast in 3D. 3D games. That is true. It's still 4K. Okay, here we go. PlayStation 4 in 4K. Maybe that's what it's going to be. 
4K resolution. Jesus. That's almost too much. Yeah. I wonder what the first game is going to be that would be in 4K resolution. I don't know. I mean, you know, we look at this in a historical perspective. Yes. You and I are going on, and we we do need to be careful because we're saying, like, oh, this is stupid. Oh, this is a gimmick. Oh, this will not take off. Right? Yes. Which is exactly what people said about color TV. True. And exactly what people said about TV to begin with. No, no. Andy, you you don't get to argue it. I'm sorry. You don't get to say this is different. You don't get to say, no, well, but, no, it... It's the same outlook we have as what they had as well. Two alphanumeric characters is all I'm going to say. 3D. Right. That's it. That's exactly what we're talking about. That was the last time they tried to put something new. Right, but it's not done yet, Andy. They're still doing 3D. It's not like it's gone. No, it's not gone, but it's not really going anywhere. Not yet, but you, you know, you just have to wait for the technology to really catch up. How long did it take for color TV to really make an influence? Uh, that's true. Right? It wasn't in two years. It wasn't in three years. Mm. But still, 4K resolution probably will look really good. <laughs> if they do it right. If they do it right, and if you have a 4K TV. Yeah. So PlayStation 4, 4K. Mm-hmm. What's the Retina display? It's not 4K, right? No. Uh, the Retina display, I think, is... 2000. Yeah. 2160, because it's twice as dense as uh, the 1080s. Let's well, see. four times as dense because it's an area and not a length. Hmm. iPhone 4 is 326 pixels per inch. Resolution is 960 by 640. iPad 3rd generation is 2048 by 1536. MacBook Pro has got it up to 2880 by 1800. That's a lot. Okay, what else we got? Uh, well, you said Microsoft changed its logo. Microsoft is changing its logo. To squares. Two squares. Four squares, in fact. Maybe a hint. I don't know. I think it's actually designed now to look more like their Metro UI. Oh, the Metro UI. Yeah. This is not the first time Windows has changed their logo. No. no it's In fact, not. they've changed their logo many times, and it's still rather recognizable. Yeah. But they did change their logo. I don't know what the big fuss is with Windows 8 and everyone going like, oh, it's going to be so bad, oh, it's going to be garbage. Yes, I could have told you that. Two years ago, that Windows 8 would be garbage. Do you know why I knew Windows 8 would be garbage? Because it's Microsoft's every other version. Yeah, it's like every three versions, every three releases. It's really bad. Yeah. All right. um, Ubisoft says their piracy rate on PCs. It's like 98%. 95 to 98%, according to their CEO. They have the strictest DRM out there. I know, which is... Like, you can't play our game unless it connects to our server. And stays connected to our server. So, my question to Ubisoft is, if you have a 98% piracy rate... And you have the strictest DRM around... The fuck is your DRM doing? (laughs) The hell do you actually pay these people for? I I don't know. Stupid, 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 stupid. And I had something I was going to say, and now I forgot it. Damn it. Sorry. It's twice today. Right, so should we move to the random review so you can actually say something that you know? Yes. Random review. Yes, what are we reviewing? The Dollar Shave Club. 
We brought this up a while ago. Yes, when they first kind of made their public announcement and said, hey, we're opening shop. And we, we even went through the website and we talked about the three different blades, that there's the like standard two-blade, there's a four-blade, and then there's the ridiculous, like, I think it's five, I think it's five dollar shave club. Let's see. Yep, two, four, and six. Okay. Which, by the way, the fuck? Six blades? I think there was an SNL, in fact, I know that there was an SNL skit for, like, a razor with four blades. And at the time, it was supposed to be so ridiculous and so funny. And now we are up to six blades on a single razor. So, is it five blades on the front and one on the back, or is it actually six blades on the front, or did you not get that one? I did not get the executive. I've been tempted. I was tempted to get the executive. Which one did you get? I went with the 4X. Okay. Which is kind of the the middle ground, although the $1 a month for the twin is really tempting. I'm not sure if the twin could handle my... Your growth? growth. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. All right. I don't have a lot of facial hair. No, you don't. Or at least not a lot that I shave. I've got the, the chin fuzz that I keep. I'm glad you called it chin fuzz. You're welcome. What did you think, as opposed to what, a beard? If you were to call that a beard. It's not a beard. It's chin no, it's fuzz. Not. Yeah. Um, so I don't have a lot. So I don't go through four cartridges a month. Laura and I together don't go through four cartridges a month. Um, so, and in fact, this is really cool. I found this out today when I was going on the site. They actually have an option to ship every other month. Oh. One button. Just click it and you get shipping every other month. Do you still get charged per uh, month? No. Well, you get charged for every other month. Okay. No, Andy, I get no. I get charged twelve dollars for every shipment. So the the downside that it took was I I subscribed to this thing. I I put in my order, and it was about three months before I got anything. Really? Yes, but that's because they had a huge backlog of people subscribing, and so they just couldn't get all of that in. Okay. They have since upgraded their facilities. I have not had a problem receiving a cartridge yet. It's actually a very nice blade. Uh, it, I think, as compared to like the Gillette Mach Three, whatever. Yeah. This was uh, an easier shave. Hmm. Like the first time I did it, I didn't even. I wanted to, you know, give it a, a thorough shot. I didn't use shaving cream. Oh. Not a problem. I mean, it was a fresh blade. Wasn't a problem. Just nice, clean, wonderful glide. So it's still just the. How much is the chipping and handling? Included. Oh, it is included? It is included. Okay, the $1 a month is plus shipping and handling, but the other two are shipping and handling included. Yes. I don't know how much the shipping and handling is on the $1 a month, but you know what? It's probably not more than like 2 bucks. So you get four blades per month? Yep. Now I get four blades every other month because I just can't use four blades in a month. I don't even know. I could use four blades a month, and I'm shaving every time I run. Right. I I shave like three times a week. I mean, if you think about it, four blades a month, you can eject the cartridge every week. That seems kind of wasteful. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, I'm pretty happy with it. I have not had to buy a razor blade from, you know, like Walgreens or CVS. I get them shipped to me. I haven't had a problem with it. That's not true. I have had a problem with it. What? Uh, the, the... Hair that grows right under my nose, yes, above my lip. But you have that problem with any razor. 
Uh, not the Gillette Fusion. Oh, because it it's got rear... the one on the back. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe I'll switch my subscription to be just one of the uh, Humble Twin, so the, the Dual Blade, and yeah. just get that in there and have both of them. I wonder if the executive has it on the back or no. Well, try and count. I think it's got all of them on the front. Uh one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, just six on the front. Yep. So what we have done, and I will be upfront and honest about this, is we're putting the link on the front page in the link section, and it is a referral link. So if you are interested, dear listeners, in trying the Dollar Shave Club, which, as I said, I mean, it... it you know, especially with this get delivery every other month as opposed to every month is pretty nice and, and makes it a lot better. Uh, if you're interested in trying it out, if you're interested in doing it, click that link and I get free razors. One, one way of supporting the podcast. <laughs> Make it, well, more money I have towards razors means less money I have, or more money I have to spend on other things like redesigning the site. Shush! Sorry, site redesign. Yeah, well, shush. Hmm. I might try it out just to see. Okay. Once I, you know, finish up with... Your Gillette. Yeah, the razor blades that I have. Well, remember, it, it, it. they may have improved, I don't know, but it still takes probably like a month or two months for them to send it. True. So you might want to just do it now and then close your subscription after the first one gets there. Could. Give it a shot. All right. So, okay. random topic... Random topic. Sleep. Sleep. That was it. It's, it was one word. It was sleep. sleep. My favorite thing. Oh, 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 oh. Before we get into the random topic, though. What? Correction from two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Provided yeah. by Hans. Dave was right. I was wrong. It's my favorite kind of correction. Secret ballots are secret. Primaries, though, they can figure out who you voted for because it's not actually a secret. So that the the Republican Party, if you vote in the Republican primary, right? But it it's not that they can tell who you voted for. It's if you voted in the Republican primary versus in the Democratic primary. Yeah, in but states in, where they are separate. In just a general election, your votes are secret. Yes, and within the primary election, your vote is secret. They don't know who in the Republican primary you voted for. Okay. So even if you walked in and did, like, a, a write-in, they only know you voted in the Republican primary. Yeah, <laughs> my bad on that one. are secret. Caucuses, though, they'll know. Because you have to, you know, actually physically stand next to your candidate. That I, I don't know. I can't speak to that. All right. So sleep. Yes. My favorite activity. I find it more a necessity than it is... A luxury. No, see, you, you you took the opposite right out of my mouth. I was going to say, like, it is a luxury. I, you know, it might just be I have, a v- like, a very, 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 very comfortable bed. But I could lounge in it all day. I can't. Yesterday, I was in that bed until one in the afternoon. Like, if I'm tired, then I can lie down and probably take a nap for a while, and that's fine. But sleep in general, if there was a pill... <laughs> That I could take that would knock me out cold for like a half hour and I'd wake up as if I had slept for eight, mm-hmm. I would do that. Well, you could always look up Modafinil, Andy. 
Modafinil, also called ProVigil. Well, I don't want to be addicted to sleeping pills. No, it's not a sleeping pill, Andy. Modafinil, oh, with an F. Yes. For the treatment of narcolepsy. Yes, sort of. That's A use for it. Oh, excessive sleepiness. It removes the negative side effects of sleep deprivation. Well, I don't really need that. Well, you know, instead of sleeping every night, sleep every other night. Imagine all that you can get done between the hours of 10.30 p.m. and 5 a.m. I know I have a relative that doesn't need to sleep all that much. My mom talked about him at one point where he only needs like four and a half hours of sleep a night. I can do that for a little bit. I can do that for a couple days, four and a half hours of sleep. Uh, But at the end of it, I kind of crash and fall out for like 12 or 13 hours. I know that I hate it when they say you can't make back lost sleep. You know that that phrase? Yeah. It makes no sense. The sleep debt? Yeah, that you can never make back your sleep debt? Bullshit. How so? Stay up all night one night. Yes. Get I've two hours of sleep, okay? Okay. You have a sleep debt of six hours. Mm-hmm. How often have you done that, Andy? Oh, not very often. Not very often. Really. Your entire life. Oh, well, I'm thinking recently. No, your entire life, Andy. Many times. Okay. So you are days behind in sleep? Yes. Do you feel like you are days behind in sleep, Andy? No. Then where does this debt go? I don't know. Slowly disappears into the ether? (laughs) This is bad economics. (laughs) That's par for the course right now. Saying you can never make up this debt is bullshit because the debt doesn't exist as an ongoing thing. A couple good nights sleep will erase the sleep debt. A couple of good nights sleeps. Potentially just two. That's what I've found. It's like two good nights of sleep will completely wipe out a sleep debt. You know what I've always wanted to try? Some of the polyphasic sleep cycles. Oh, man. Have fun. Yeah, supposedly Koo did some of those. Did he do them successfully? I'm not... I think so, but I'd have to double-check on that one. (laughs) Hey, Koo, in your spare time, can you give a seminar on polyphasic sleeping? Six 20-minute naps every four hours. Oh, Jesus. That would be weird. Give it a shot. You will be so tired after the first couple days. Man, but think of all the gaming you could get in. (laughs) That's the other problem is the fact that it used to work third shift. You always have to try and beat the uh, sun home, because if it got home when the sun was up, trying to fall asleep then... Oh, see, we we just bought, uh, like, really, really thick blinds and some shower rods. Not blinds, curtains. Okay. Some really thick curtains and some shower rods, and we just put those in the windows. Oh, yeah, we've got the the light-out curtains on both of our windows. Yeah, so I can't tell if the sun is up. I can tell through a crack in the wind, the blinds at the moment that it is quite, quite bright outside. Well, then you make sure that you close them so that there's no crack. I know. Just That's overlap. We, in our bedroom, we actually have them, but it, this light still comes in, so we've actually got pieces of uh, dark felt nice. that we have pinned. Very nice. That's what happens when you have an east-facing bedroom window. Oh. Oof. Rough. Oh, man. So the one other thing about sleep to talk about is the Sleep as Android app. Do you use it at all? The what app? Sleep as Android. 
sleep as Android. Oh, track your sleep and wake-up cycles. Yeah, so you put the phone on the bed at night with this app running, and it tracks the movement and the vibration of the the mattress. Okay. Now, you're married. Yes. So it is not going to be... 100%, but it's actually still pretty good. And what it'll do is it'll, you know, the more, it works under the idea of the deeper in sleep you are, the less you move. Yes. Which is true. Mm-hmm. And so it starts tracking your sleep cycles. And in fact, it starts learning your sleep cycles and it will adjust the alarm. You say, I want to wake up at this time at the latest and up to 20 minutes or 30 minutes earlier than that. And it will watch your cycle and watch the movement. And when you're moving a lot, implying you are no longer really in deep sleep, then it will trigger the alarm. It's really nice. The problem is the fact that then I would have to have the phone in the bedroom. Yes. Which I don't do because I have family members who have this stupid habit of calling me really early or really late. Andy? Yes? You have Tasker. I know. I can shut off the act. I could put it into airplane mode if I wanted to. You could put it into airplane mode, which would save the battery. You could silence it. Hell, you could silence it except for calls from a certain number. True. I tried using Tasker for some of the stuff here. Okay. Still have to figure out if they're able. The tasker's able to deal with the menu key lights. Mm, I don't know. Exactly. But anyway, sleep. I I've like actually, sleep. I've actually got my phone right now. From midnight till 6 a.m., it turns into uh, red light mode. At least I nice. think that's the same red light mode. Where it's uh, the screen is only the red pixels. Yeah. Nice. I'll have to actually double. How can I check that? Okay, 13:55 to 14:55 should be now and it's not red light this is not helpful it's not working not working <laughs> at all nope <sighs> never mind i have to figure out what the hell that means later okay but sleep sleep wonderful just, just do it as a necessity if it's the morning and i wake up i'll just get out of bed oh no no if it's the morning and i wake up i want to roll over it takes me effort to get out of bed nope for me it is easier just to roll over go back to sleep I think my problem was that during college, I had that same mentality of just roll over, go back to sleep. Okay. And that bit me in the ass a couple of times. Oh. See, if I know I need to get up for something, and I know that I can't push it off, then I get up, and I can get up very quickly. If I've got nothing urgent, I'll roll over and go back to bed. I'll just get up, because it's... I, it, it, it's even the fact that I can't even, like, during the week, if I had to get up at 7 a.m., get up at 7 a.m., yada, 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 and then I get up at, like, 11 noon on Friday and Saturday, it's going to be a pain in the butt for me to go to fall asleep at the right time in order to get up at 7 a.m. again. Well, Andy, you are a better man than I. I already knew that. Okay. Well, it's been fun, everyone. I think we uh, should call it. Okay. All right. Bye, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.